three, two, one. That was a floppy ass effort I just did. You didn't it? even yeah. have the excuse of the banana. <clears throat> no, I just sort of clumped. Right. The excuse of the banana by Henry James. <laughs> <laughs> a perfect day for banana excuse by J.D. Salinger. <laughs> 1,000 sketches in 1,000 days. Day 414. Sketch 458. New release. This looks like a relatively generic sketch. There are two people in it. One is called Ponytail and one is called Max. Simon, I think you could be Ponytail and ooh, I wonder. I think Alistair for Max. I had a horrible feeling. Are you doing the sound rich, effects, Dan? Rich for sound effects. Uh, no, Rich, you can do sound effects. Oh, I was looking forward to you there. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Full of them. And that's the final mix, Max. Why do you think? Why do you think? Bloody brilliant! I think that's a great track. Well done, Max. I knew you still had it in you. Tell you what, after 17 albums, I think that's the best song I've ever written. Yeah, that's usually how it happens. So let's make this big comeback release, eh? Oh yeah, definitely. I reckon that this is such a great track, it deserves a truly amazing release. Get the pressing plans on the line and tell them to print up 200. 200? What happened to making it a special release? Yeah, good point. Better make it 50. Really, Max? Is that what you want? Oh, yes. I've just written the best song of my career. I want it to feel truly special. And the best way to achieve that is to ensure the fewest possible number of people can hear it. It's entirely natural that an artist would feel that way. Well, all right. I'll get 50 CDs, man. Not CDs. Anyone could play them. Vinyl. I want only a minuscule number of people to even be able to play this record. And that's if they can find a copy, which they won't. Because surely that's what being an entertainer is about. Reaching the smallest possible number of people with the greatest amount of difficulty. Nothing else would adequately repay the effort I've put into this piece or the universal message of the songwriting. Oh, I know. How about if it's only available for one day? One day? Yes. A special day where the shops are crowded and expensive to weed out anyone who is only mildly interested in hearing the song. I mean, if neither of us is going to make any money out of this, we might as well open the door for professional traders to earn a packet. That's only fair. Fine, I'll do that. Oh, and I nearly forgot to say, the makers of the show Dark Openings want to license some of your old tracks for next series. Have you seen it? Nope. No worries. I'll get some uh, DVDs uh, curated over. Oh, what? Can't I just stream it? Yeah, I, I don't think so. Blimey. What bloody century do these people think it is? Now, I know it says Brummy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it said Goggins. <laughs> there was a lot of the Goggins about it. I started trying to do Brummy and then just got trapped in whatever accent that was. Weird basically... child. I mean, you started, like, the first line. I can't re- quite remember, but my memory is the first line you did in a Brummy accent. And then I kind of zoned out for a bit. And then, then I just... suddenly I came to. 
And then I just turned into <laughs> one of the stocks. It was a bit like the stocks. <laughs> Did you take so, a twelve inch? <laughs> so, Rich, I, I take it from this sketch that you're really a big fan of limited edition CDs sold on like record store day on vinyl. <laughs> I'm never a fan of CDs on vinyl. Um, yeah, I think record store day is bollocks, isn't it? Yeah. That's what I think, and I think limited edition records are stupid. Like, I don't mind if you want to make a bonus one that's got a special hat with it and someone will pay 60 quid. Like, do you know what? So Radiohead re-released their two 2000 albums, you know, Amnesiac and um, Kid A. Mm-hmm. So you can buy both those albums with an extra disc of bonus material on CD for 15 quid on three CDs or on two cassettes for £60. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for indeed. two cassettes. And then like you can get like ninety seven vinyls for like your house. <laughs> when people make a record and there's only ten of them and you want it, it's annoying because you've either got to spend all your time and money or just not have it and listen to Spotify. You know, every time you open up the garden it says, Here's why Spotify is evil and it should say in brackets, and here's why musicians and record companies are dicks. There <laughs> you go. Rant right. acknowledged. Well, that was as it funny was, as the sketch. It was. I mean, it was no less on the nose, was it, really? <laughs> <laughs> I think this was a skit comp sketch where the theme was like special edition or something like that. So it was written to order, as it were. Mm. Uh, that doesn't make it good. No. I don't know. Record Star Day is a bit like the Real Air Society. It kind of succeeded in their aim, and now it's not really needed anymore, just kind of turning the wheels a bit. No. An awful lot more record stores are still doing okay now. It's kind of achieved its aim. Well, most actual physical shops are still struggling in some way, shape or form. So, I mean, yes, anything that will get people through the door, no matter how infuriating it might be to purists or people who visit the shop regularly, it's probably still a good thing. I don't particularly mind record store day, to be honest with you, because it's just like you can buy this on lavender coloured 10 inch. And it's like, well, that's fine because it's available elsewhere. Yeah. They're normally just re-releases and things, aren't they? And special weird editions. True. Which is not the same yeah. as, look, I made a record. There's 20 of them. Hmm. Like, well, Put that pen down. It's got no it's got no clicker on it. You've been rolling it in your hands quite audibly. <laughs> audibly? <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's the opposite of ASMR? Like the noises <laughs> that make Alistair angry. Misnomed phony, oh, isn't yeah. it? I, I realised... That I was eating an apple through quite a lot of that. But then I've barely said anything, so you're probably all right. I didn't notice. I've stopped eating the apple now, so it'll go a bit weird and brown. (laughs) Well, we can stop recording and then you can finish your apple. 1,000 Sketches in 1,000 Days was written by the Albion Basement. It was performed by Alistair Turvitt, Richard Catherall and Simon Tui. It was produced by Alistair Turvitt. The music is by The Evenings. See you tomorrow. I wasn't right. Misophonia is sounds made by other human beings. Basically mainly eating, but causing intense anger and physical arousal. Alistair. <laughs> Oh, I'm still recording.